of you like engaging those corporations? Do you find that this is a, a big enough concern for them? Because I think that's kind of another thing from our experience, whereas like, you know, we're in the ground transportation world, air and hotel make up, you know, 90% of the, the spend and uh, getting their attention about ground transportation is sometimes tough. Obviously, you're in the air spend world, but um, is it a high enough uh, concern for them that they're willing to engage and pay attention to you? Yeah, these are hard-hitting questions. So I would say that for a, a company that's deciding between migrating their OBT to, or sorry, their online booking tool to another online booking tool or consolidating their global uh, travel agency, that, those priorities trump something like Freebird, right? If, if that's the type of initiative that they have going on, we, we are not the most urgent thing. And that, we totally get it. But for all the talk about traveler experience and, uh, you know, kind of um, uh, retention and the job market being hot and the value of travel, all that kind of stuff, when folks are bought into that concept, we hit the nail on the head because we're, you know, we can show empirically through existing traveler feedback, through, you know, kind of surveys, through market research, all that stuff that Programs like Freebird are actually phenomenally value creative for the company. So as soon as, as soon as a travel manager starts to think, okay, how do I serve my employees? How do I retain my employees? How do I improve traveler experience? We, we pop to the top of the list. And so for us, the challenge is finding the right partners to work with and making sure that they have the ability um, with in terms of resources and materials and everything they need from us to make the case internally. And, um, you know, when it comes to Fortune 500s, the typical experience we've had is that those players are sophisticated, they're smart travel managers, they know how to get things done, um, and those are our ideal partners. Yeah, makes sense. Um, yeah, <laughs> sorry for the hard-hitting questions, but I, I think, you know, I think one thing that a lot of listeners can learn from, you know, with your success is uh, it's not just uh, enough to have a good idea, but often like how you navigate through these bureaucracies and um, whether or not your good idea is top of mind. I I've seen a lot of travel pitches that, you know, focus on something that's way too small, um, even if it will be useful to kind of get the attention. Um, and it's, so it's just, you know, obviously you are successful. So I, I, I there's all these questions to be good, but, uh, but yeah, you know, it's just, I, I think it's a, if you, I don't know if you want to elaborate on that more, but how, how do you think about, yeah. I, how do you think about that? Like, did you know that this was going to be a big enough concern right off the bat or, or what? No, no. And by the way, David, I love, I love these, these types of conversations because it's just the reality of the industry and, the more that we talk about it, I think the more that everybody can kind of see eye to eye, whether they're an entrenched incumbent or whether they're a new newcomer trying to come with a new idea. What, what you said a second ago hits the nail on the head. It, it's not enough to have a good idea. Um, I think the idea is a, what you need to kind of take the leap for sure. Without a good idea, <laughs> just don't do it. That said, Navigating the bureaucracies, understanding what is urgent, what isn't urgent, and seeing into the future are all critical things. Otherwise, for one reason or another, you're just going to hit a stumbling block. And believe me, we've hit a lot of them along the way. The, these learnings aren't things that I knew from day one. 
you know, navigating these bureaucracies, learning, learn, you know, taking the lumps, getting the scars, like that's, that's the stuff that's, uh, you know, where, when people talk about founder resilience, that's, that's what they're talking about. It's, you got to try this by doing. Um, so, I mean, I think the part that, that really struck a chord with me that you said a moment ago is just, finding the urgency from the folks that you're selling to is something that you may not be able to anticipate, but you have to adapt to and solve for. Otherwise it ain't going to happen. Um, you can be doing the greatest things in sliced bread. And if it's not the top of their list and it isn't going to get done. Um, and so, I mean, the one exception I can think of is something, you know, like Airbnb where uh, they just struck such a chord that the market was, or Uber, right? The, the market had to catch up with them. Um, and they were able to overcome urgency and bureaucracy and all that stuff because employees just started using it. And there's only a few types of models out there that that's actually conducive, um, or something like that's actually conducive to, to leapfrog, leapfrog the bureaucracy. Um, but yeah, I mean, for folks who are thinking about getting into this, Figuring out how to navigate it, figuring out how to be top of mind and urgent, um, must-haves. And I, I think I think you've probably seen that too.